We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. When it's time for a new credit card, the best ones do way more than just buy stuff. And that's why U.S. Bank offers credit cards that make every day more rewarding. Earn cash back. Score points when you shop, dine out, travel, or binge watch. Or get a low intro APR. U.S. Bank credit cards were designed to fit your lifestyle. So make every day more rewarding. And check out usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. Welcome to the Rotowire DFS podcast. I'm your host, Josh Hayes, joined as always by Benny Ricciardi as we break down the Thursday NBA DFS slate. You can always find Benny on Twitter at BennyR11 and over at RotoCurve, RotoWire, and as a featured writer on the DraftKings Playbook. And you can also find me on Twitter at JoshHayesFS. Benny, welcome to 12 teams, 6 games of fancy goodness in the NBA for DFS. Yeah, I'm actually not complaining. It's a lot better than the three-game slate we did on Monday. So Thursday is always one of those days where there's not a lot of games. And six, to be honest with you, is actually kind of a lot for a Thursday. So not complaining at all. Yeah, absolutely. We should thank our lucky stars that we're not talking about whether you want to use Ishmith or you don't want to use Ishmith. How do you feel about Ishmith? That's like all we have to talk about like on the Monday show. So, um, yeah. Uh, here, by the way, some breaking news for you in the NBA. Joakim Noah is unhappy <laughs> with his role. Uh, how about call that all season long? You know, it's just like nice, uh, nice information for you guys out there. Breaking news. So I, I expect the Chicago Bulls actually to do something because, um, you know, Derrick Rose is a bad fit and Joakim Noah is a, definitely a tradable piece. Uh, so uh, we'll see how that ends up shaking out. I don't know what's the answer for that team, but they've been on a, on a losing streak and it's been – Bad overall for fantasy value with the, with the exception of, like, Jimmy Butler for the most part. So uh, we'll see how that ends up shaking out. And, you know, while we're at it, we should talk about the Thursday slate and the Chicago Bulls who actually finally have a winnable game. 
on the schedule. Uh, they're facing the Philadelphia 76ers. So let's talk about the point guard position here for Thursday's action and your top options. Yeah. I mean, I've kind of been finding myself looking more towards some of the cheap options on this slate. Uh, Steph Curry is the most expensive player we have here going up against the Lakers, which isn't a horrible matchup by any stretch. But you always got to worry about the blowout factor when you have, um, you know, anybody basically going up against the Lakers, but especially this Golden State team. Uh, Kyle Lowry against Orlando is not really a great matchup. Ish Smith. Is somebody that I like, but my problem is he's getting a little too expensive, you know, at, at $7,000 basically over on DraftKings. You know, even if he has a big upside game and gets you 40 points, you know, there's really not a lot of upside left there at, at the price that he's at. Um, Rondo against Utah. I like Rondo. He's expensive. Utah's a slow-paced team. You got Gobert back in there now. You know, we've already seen the totals in those games starting to drop now that he's back, so... I don't know if I'm really looking that way. Same thing with Reggie Jackson against uh, Memphis, another team that's good defensively. Kyrie Irving against the San Antonio Spurs, another team that we try not to target. So for me, I'm looking at guys like, you know, Tony Parker, who's been playing amazing lately. Uh, He's still only around like $5,000 over on DraftKings. You know, put up 30 and 40 fantasy points in two of his last three games, has a bunch of games over 30, which at his price is 6x value, so... For me, I think it's a day to go cheap. We also have um, Derek Rose and Mike Conley, who are both questionable for this game. If Conley's out, you know, Chalmers has been a guy that we've been rolling with, so he's somebody I'd look at. If we know that Derek Rose is going to be out, I think you can look at a guy like Aaron Brooks. But remember, the last time Rose was out, we also saw Kurt Heinrich get, um, you know, 20, 25 minutes as well. So it's not like uh, Brooks is a direct swerve, but I do think that he has more upside, so he would be the the cheaper of the Bulls point guards I would take if, uh, you know, Derrick Rose winds up not being in the game. But for the most part, I think I'm going cheap at the point guard spot today. That's kind of what I've been looking at. Yeah, you can definitely uh, make a case for a number of players uh, overall. So I uh, I think there's going to be some pretty strong options uh, for for us to take advantage of here. Uh, I'm actually, uh, I believe that... uh, Derek Rose is going to be a guy who's questionable with that knee issue there. There's a, there's a number of Bulls that are banged up um, that may not make this game there as well. Um, Pau Gasol is an, it's another play that we can sort of you know tag and, uh, and look at here. So there could be some, um, you know, Aaron Brooks could be potentially in, in play here. Um, I'm actually going to, you know, we talked about Ish Smith at, like, as a joke uh, at the beginning of the show, but I actually think it's a pretty strong play uh, overall with with, with with or without Derrick Rose, um, talking about how bad the Chicago Bulls have been struggling, they were already, as it was, um, bottom three in point guard defense. Uh, so Ishmith was, you know, actually one of the top projected options, and still at a super reasonable price. And you take a look at the price tag payoff: six point two uh, times value or better in three of the past four games at under seven K. So um, now, no more joking around. I'm for real. You should be playing Ishmith. Uh, in, in in the spot here uh, as well. Now uh, the way, way I also have this sh- uh, shaking out here is you you could take a look at a guy like um, maybe Mario Chalmers again if Mike Conley uh, continues to to have to sit here with his uh, Achilles injury. Um, this is a guy here at, at minimum at minimum has paid off five point three times the price tag there in five straight games. Once again got uh, you know duplicated his performance. 
uh, in back-to-back games with 32.25 fantasy points, almost uh, doubled, almost gets a double-double bonus with 10 points and, a, and, a, and nine assists. It wasn't a great, uh, like a pretty-looking performance there, but you know that's cash safe with some GPP upside, upside uh, there as well. So. I'm not going to be too interested in Steph Curry because I'm almost sure that the Lakers are getting blown out in this game uh, once again. So take that for what you for what you want. Uh, I think Kyle Lowry, you know, even though he's projected to have a better matchup, um, you know, uh, defend, um, uh, against Orlando, it is Victor Oladipo defense. So I don't think you're getting the entire story. Uh, there as well. I do. I'm okay with Kyle Lowry as a as a top cash game option, um, but Victor Oladipo is a um, top class defender in, in my mind. Just you know, mm-hmm. in, in terms of the the eyeball test, is the guy who's you know one of the reasons he was uh, get you know gets a Team USA invite every couple ye- years is because of his defensive ability. And now that he's playing point guard, that's bad news for Kyle Lowry in, in my mind. So um, I have that's the way I, ha- I have that shaking out. And um, I'm okay with Rajon Rondo as a, as a um, you know, secondary option there. We've talked about how um, the uh, production level has sort of fallen off just a little bit. The scoring has uh, taken a little bit of a dip, but the last game was against the Golden State Warriors, did still put up 12 assists, and is a pretty trustworthy um, assist guy. Uh, you know, uh, throughout the Golden State game, he had nine steals in the past two games previous against LA and OKC. So, um, and uh, you might actually get an additional discount when it comes to Thursday's pricing uh, because the uh, you know production level has fallen off uh, for about three straight games from that $8,400 price tag. So something else that I'm keeping an eye on. A lot of cheap options there that you can uh, make a move to depending on the injury news. And um, if you really want to roll Steph Curry against L.A., I'm fine with that. But I don't really think the, there's much chance that you're going to get four quarters of, of production from him. So uh, use at your own risk. All right, shooting guard up next for the Thursday slate, Benny. Let's talk about your top options here. Yeah, I think today is a day where I wouldn't mind using a second and maybe even a third shooting guard. Um, I know we usually talk about how on DraftKings with roster construction, we like to put a point guard down in that guard spot at the bottom. Um, But for me today, I think there's enough solid shooting guards that I have a lot of faith in that I would be fine with rolling two of them out there. Um, The top option for me is going to be Jimmy Butler. Anytime Derrick Rose is out, we always know that Jimmy Butler is the guy we should look at. He picks up his uh, usage rate. He picks up the assist. You know, he still does the scoring, still plays the defense and rebounds, block shots, steals, all that other stuff that we love about him. So for me, he's far and away the top option against Philly, which is a great matchup for anybody at any position, really. But even coming down from him there, um, we have Victor Oladipo, who you talked about, you know, guy that's been putting up some really good numbers lately. Starting point guard now over uh, in Orlando. You know, he's been reaching value for you, still a little bit cheap. You got Rodney Hood going up against a high-paced Sacramento team uh, with Burks out and with Favors out. You know, Hood has taken on more of a scoring role. And Sacramento's a team that plays at such a fast pace that he should get a chance to get a few extra shots, a few extra possessions, and score a few extra fantasy points there. And then um, even a little bit lower than that, you also have uh, Contavious Caldwell-Pope, KCP. Uh, Memphis is not an easy matchup overall, but again, this guy's really cheap, plays an absolute ton of minutes, and is a pretty solid guy that's going to get you 25 to 30 fantasy points, which is about what you need at his price. The one guy that I'm a little on the fence about here is Lou Williams. Um, I know everybody's been playing him, and everybody loves him, and he's been reaching value lately. 
Uh, if you look back at like his last eight or nine games, whenever he sees 30 minutes, he gets you 30 fantasy points or more, which is, you know, pretty good value. His price has come up, though. He's up to 6400 right now, so he's no longer cheap. And if you look at his recent game logs, the one game that he really didn't do all that well was that game against Golden State. And again, I expect this to be a blowout, so I don't know exactly how the minutes and everything are going to work themselves out. You know, if Kobe's out, I think that solidifies Lou Williams' minutes a little more. Um, but again, I think he's a guy that I'm a little bit on the fence with. So I know a lot of people are talking about him, but as far as shooting guards go, I think you have better options today. So he's probably the one guy that you're going to see a lot of people mention that I'm going to put on my list of guys I'm going to be fading for uh, Thursday sleep. Yeah, I'm not messing around with any Lakers in this matchup, and I know that there's you know, some cheap prices there and some big totals. Um, but, you know, if, uh, if the uh, Warriors do what they're supposed to do in this matchup, it won't be close and it'll be over by the third quarter. And then we could, st- you know, you're going to be like, oh, man, maybe I should have played Anthony Brown. Yeah, I'm just not, yeah. Uh, no, thank you. Not going there. So um, that's the way I'm, I am. I end up seeing this information shaking out and I'm, I'm going to just consider it and an all around fade from my perspective. Yeah. Um, I will, however, get shares of Jimmy Butler because I think this might be a spot where the Chicago Bulls, A, have been struggling quite a bit. Uh, they've lost three in a row. And, I mean, granted, they've all been to quality teams, if you still consider Milwaukee a quality team. They were a playoff team last uh, year. But you, we know that Jimmy Butler likes to go absolute ham sandwich whenever Derrick Rose is out. And I think that because they might be also missing Pau Gasol and Derrick Rose there, like you're gonna, not only are you going to get some heavy lifting from Jimmy Butler – um, but they might struggle more than normal to get um, uh, this game into blowout territory uh, against the Philadelphia 76ers, and it's on the road. So, and I believe this is going to be, yeah, this is going to be three out of four uh, <coughs> in games that they've, they've played overall. They play uh, Monday, Tuesday, uh, not in action in Wednesday, I believe, and then um, you know Thursday game, they're 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 back in there. He put up a 50 ball. Uh, against Milwaukee, and that was good for almost six times value, and you're going to need that again. He's going to have a very good shot to do so. And that, and if he hits it, this is going to be his fourth 50 ball in the in the last seven games. So Jimmy Butler, top option, definitely okay. I think you should pay up. Um, and then on the flip side of that, I'm definitely um, good with getting shares of Rodney Hood. We've talked about how bad Sacramento is in terms of uh, um, shooting guard defense and, and Ben McLemore. They haven't fixed that. Uh, so that's still uh, definitely a, a, viable, a viable option. Um, in in that spot there as well. Um, aside from that, I'm not like super uh, blown away or, or uh, excited uh, uh, about a ton of options. It looks like you know in the in this spot, I'm not really excited about anything value town. Uh, well, yeah, me either. I think the lowest I go is like that KCP range. Yeah, you know, and you know, KCP it is against Memphis, um, and they've actually been giving some extra um, minutes to Tony Allen now that they've been missing Matt Barnes. So um, I don't know how or, or where Tony Allen gets uh, matched up. Matched up probably could be potentially um, at the three or the two, but um, because I don't know for sure, uh, that's why I what's why I would trust the KCP play less than I would normally. Normally, the the uh, the game logs and the numbers uh, look fairly solid. Uh, uh, overall, and I I do we've been getting some hefty shares of uh, Victor Oladipo as well, but I don't want really want to get in there against Kyle Lowry, who's been uh, known as a as a quality defender overall. So you're very limited in terms of options. I'm definitely paying up for uh, for for Jimmy Butler and Rodney Hood is where you can make a case for yourself to, um, to get some um, uh, good minutes at a discounted price tag, and then everything else after that is um, you know buy, buyer beware at your own risk. 
uh, is the way I'm going to treat it. So very limited in terms of what I um, what I want to do personally at the shooting guard position here. What you shouldn't limit yourself to uh, from here is whether or not you're getting the free fantasy information and projections that are available at rotowire.com slash pod. So if you love the podcast, you love the information that we provide to you, you can get access to it for free on a 10-day trial at rotowire.com slash pod. Lineup optimizers for all the sports you love, MLB, NBA, NFL, NHL, college football, and soccer, up to the minute depth charts, customizable league projections, and complete draft kits for all you season longers. Make sure you check it out, rotowire.com slash pod. Let them know that Josh and Bay sent you, and uh, you won't regret it. All right, we won't um, be remiss to talk about some top options at the small forward position here, Benny. Uh, let's talk about some um, LBJ, some Kawhi Leonard, some Rudy Gay. We got some some big names here, but I think there's actually um, this might be the spot where you can talk about um, a guy or two that you want to step out in value town here. So uh, let's let's talk about your approach for small forward for Thursday. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, the first question you really got to ask yourself is if you want to mess with the matchup of LeBron James going up against Kawhi Leonard. Now, I think I might have a little bit of a different take on this than some other people do. So let me kind of give you my ideas. But personally, I could not argue with anybody who decides to fade them both with them going up against each other. Mm-hmm. My thoughts on this, though, are if you look back in the, in the game logs, um, even dating back to last year, because these two teams don't play all that much, when these two guys go up against each other, you know, Kawhi is considered one of the best defenders in the league, and LeBron is obviously one of the best players in the league. I feel like this is one of those games where LeBron kind of tells the coach, hey, you know that whole thing I told you about getting me some rest and some less minutes? Like, you know, that doesn't really apply today. So I kind of feel like we're going to see LeBron play. Last year he played 43 minutes in the regular season matchup against the Spurs. And I think he kind of takes it personal, like, you know, the him and Kawhi battle. Both guys had like 50, 60 fantasy points last year, so they're both getting you like five and a half to six X in this matchup. I think every minute LeBron is on the floor, you're going to see Kawhi on the floor on the other side. I think they're going to be matched up against each other. I do think Kawhi is a great defensive player, and I also think LeBron is one of the best offensive players we have. And I think that both of these guys are going to be able to still put up some numbers against each other. So I think you can actually look at both of them if you wanted to. Um, an easier matchup for me, though, is I really like Gordon Hayward going up against Sacramento. You know, he's taken on more of the scoring role with Burks out. He's taken on, you know, with Favors out. And Sacramento, as we said, it's a high-paced team. They play fast, extra possessions, extra shots, extra rebounds, extra assists. You know, basically everybody's numbers get ticked up a little bit when you're playing at that pace. So if you don't want to mess with the LeBron James, Kawhi Leonard thing, I think Gordon Hayward is probably the top option up there that I like. Uh, then the only other guy who I really, you know, ha- I'm kind of looking at in like the mid-range pricing is uh, Harrison Barnes. And it has a lot to do with the fact that Andre Iguodala may be out in this game. So if you have no Iguodala and the game does turn into a little bit of a blowout against the Lakers, I think there's a good chance we see Barnes, whose minutes have been slowly increasing since he came back from injury last week. You know, I think this is finally the game we see him get back over 30 minutes, and I think he can get back over 30 fantasy points if he does that. So he's the uh, the cheaper option that I've been looking at at this point. All right, I think I can get on board with um, basically every option there. So that, um, that makes sense to me. I'm, I'm definitely... Um, in the camp of, you know, let's just stay away from the, the, the San Antonio Spurs, and I don't really want Kawhi Leonard on the flip side of that as well. Uh, as well. So I will um, 
remove myself from that option. I'm, I'm okay uh, with the Gordon Hayward call there. Um, I want to keep my eyes peeled on what happens with Omri Caspi here because he has missed uh, you know four straight games, uh, but the price is, has uh, remained flat and reasonable uh, overall. Once he's gotten to the 6,500 range, he's had a tougher time uh, paying off this price tag there, but it, Gordon Hayward is a guy that I uh, feel very solid about um, attacking in terms of defense. And, you know, it's going to be tougher there uh, uh, overall with Rudy Gobert in the, in the mix there for sure. Um, but something you should sort of keep your eyes uh, peeled for, uh, in my mind. On the uh, um, in a similar vein to there, but, but in at a, at a cheaper uh, value overall, I'm going to take a look at uh, James Johnson. The 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 game log is mm-hmm. is ugly uh, from the last game, but they blew out Philly, so they didn't need him to play much. You can really expect him to rather than look at the 12 minutes that he played in the previous game is count him for 20 to 26. Uh, plus, and it's it's a $3,700 price tag, and I have a hard time believing that price comes up after he threw up the dud against uh, Philly there as well. So I think he's a prime punt option against uh, Orlando um, in that spot. So I, I definitely think that's a, a spot for, for us to sort of take advantage of uh, there as well. And then, you know, um, you mentioned Tony Allen. I'm, it's a little, a little bit... Uh, you know, sketch to me to, uh, to to determine what he's doing. You need to know what's going out with uh, Matt Barnes. If Matt Barnes is out, I'm totally fine with Tony Allen because he's been um, crushing mm-hmm. for, for the most part. At under 5K, um, you know, has a double-double in there. Went for 17-7 and seven with four steals. Good for 34 fancy points. If he gets to 34 fancy points again at under 5K, you're over 7X there yeah. as well. And he had 8X in the two uh, you know games previous to that, but the price tag was definitely cheaper uh, in those spots. Tony Allen is my X factor um, yeah. for the Wednesday slate. And I, and I think you hit the nail right on the head. Like The way to figure out whether or not he's in play is basically to look at Matt Barnes. If Matt Barnes is out, the minutes for Tony Allen are going to be more solidified. And I mean, if you look at those last couple games, he's played over 30-something minutes. So if we're getting 30-something minutes out of him with Barnes out, which is, in my opinion, the only... Would you agree that's the only way he's going to get those minutes? Right. Is if Barnes is out? Mm -hmm. If Barnes is out, I definitely think Tony Allen is a a, a viable, you know, cheap puntish kind of option. But if Barnes is in, he would be off the table for me. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you there as well. So that's the way I, I, I'm looking at it. Some of the middling options there in the middle are a little bit tough to make a case for. Uh, there, you know, uh, Rudy Gay has been super consistent. I'll remind you, I, I will say that, and the price has been fairly flat uh, overall. You know, the Sacramento has been playing with a ton of pace. It's going to be tougher for for them to play uh, with pace. Um, but you know, he still ended up scoring 23 points. Uh, at home against Utah there on December 8th. So I think he's fairly, fairly safe if he's still in the 7K range and, and you want to use him. And, um, you know, so th- that's all right in my point. It's a little bit tougher since they have to go on the road, but they have had a ton of rest on that. I don't think they've uh, Sacramento has played since Saturday, if I'm correct, Saturday or Sunday. So mm-hmm. um, that's going to be at least, I think, three days of rest before they travel on the road. It's not a long road trip for them as well. So I'm okay in the in the middling range if you want to pay up for Rudy Gay, you have some extra cash, and you don't feel like going full on punt, uh, you know, in the in the price range of of the Tony Allen or the James Johnson, um, and that's probably as far as I'm willing to pay up uh, overall. Anybody who wants to use Kawhi, fine at your own risk, and I still um, am good with uh, with Gordon Hayward as well. Um, so we've given you some top options that are priced uh, uh, reasonably high and um, some value there at the small forward position. All right, power forward up next. Let's talk about who's going to be man in the paint for you. For Thursday action. Yeah, the the power forward spot is not 
all that great on Thursday night. Um, the guys that I'm looking at, if I'm going to pay up a little bit, uh, I have LaMarcus Aldridge on my short list. Now, for those of you who don't know, I mean, some people probably just cringe, but take a look at his recent game logs. In the last, I think it's five of the last six games, he's gone for um, 6x or better for you. He's gone 6.46, 5.1, 4.3 was his bad game against the Knicks. And then 6.3 and 6.1x at like 67, 6,800. So he's starting to get more involved in the offense. He's taking some more shots right now, posted four double-doubles in his last six games and hasn't had less than nine rebounds in any of those games. Um, I think this is going to be a close game with Cleveland. I think it's going to be back and forth, and I think we're going to see you know, most of the starters on San Antonio or at least the key players play closer to the 35 minutes you know, that they played in some of these recent games. That that's really what the thing that was holding Aldridge back earlier in the year was. He was only getting like twenty seven to thirty minutes. It seems like he's getting a few more minutes now. You know, he played thirty two against Houston, came back, played thirty four against the Knicks, played thirty five against Detroit. I mean, I haven't seen him play more than thirty three minutes. Basically, the last time he played more than thirty three minutes was back in October twenty fifth. So all the way a week before Halloween was the last time we've seen him get as much time as he's gotten in you know three of the last five games. So with this game likely being close and going down to the wire, I think it's another game we could expect thirty five minutes out of him and you know probably forty fantasy points during that time. So I'm a big fan of Lamarcus Aldridge on uh, on this slate. Um, I think you could look at a guy like Zach Randolph. He's been a little bit up and down, and you know sometimes he gets 24, 25 minutes. Sometimes he gets 30 minutes. It really all depends on how they match up. Uh, Detroit, I think, is a, a team where they could put him in there because I think he can match up fine with Ersan Ilyasova. I don't think that's a bad matchup for them. And as long as Barnes is out, that's you know one less guy who they got to you know mix players in with over there. So I think that um, Randolph is probably somebody else I would look at strictly for GPPs though. And then from there, I mean, you got guys like Noel and Miritich who've been okay getting you like 5x value. And, you know, if I had to drop down even further from there, you know, we're back down to talking about Larry Nance Jr. And, you know, the fact that he's just getting the minutes and producing because he's so cheap. But, you know, again, I'm not going to argue with the points wherever they come from. So that's basically the guys that I'm looking at here at Power Forward. I'm not paying up for Boogie going up against Utah. Um, I think they're also on a back-to-back as well. So... You know, he's um, probably not somebody that's on my radar. I don't want to take Kevin Love against San Antonio. And, you know, that pretty much leaves you with the options that we talked about. Yeah, so um, uh, I'm, I understand the call uh, against Boogie Cousins. I'm not too concerned about it um, overall because they have a chance to just uh, house um, the uh, New Orleans Pelicans there as well. He'll probably still play a good amount of minutes there as well. But uh, I think he's still at least cash safe. So if you don't want to use him in GPPs, um, I understand what, where you're coming there from uh, as well. Nico Meritich, to me, is a guy who has to be in line for a big role with the amount of injuries that they're currently um, rolling with right now. Uh, so, And the price tag is still under 6K on, on DK. So he's a must uh, uh, play uh, in my mind. I'm going to stay away from the Golden State Lakers stuff, even though you know you can get some, you have been able to get some value out of both Randall and Larry Nance um, a, as of late. I actually prefer a guy uh, right now like Bobby Portis. Um, who um, like he, he looks like an all-around fade, but if you're gonna if if they're gonna have uh, the injury issues that they have right now with um, 
uh, you know, Pau Gasol and whatnot, you could actually see him uh, get upticked in the in the spot. And same situation here with Taj Taj Gibson. Uh, there as well. You know, Taj has been playing 26 plus minutes there overall, and these game logs look ugly for both Portis and and Taj. So if you want to, you know, just say, you know, buyer beware, GPP only, uh, you know, at your own risk. I'm I'm totally fine with uh, with all of those calls. Uh, there as well. This may be a spot where you want to just be on the flip side of it because you know there's a lot of injury for the Bulls and go and go with a guy like Nerlens Noel who's been you know threatening a double double in three of the past four on DraftKings as of late and is you know reasonably priced at 6600. So I'm uh, I'm okay with that sort of a swerve uh, there uh, as well. And you know another guy that we've sort of just haven't probably given enough credit to because. You know he's taken a step back in terms of role. Well, he stepped it back. He stepped back into the limelight in my, in my mind. And that's Lamarcus Aldridge. I think right now we're in a zone where he's super reasonable. He's double doubled here in what let's see, like four of the past seven. It looks like if you call it six, if you if you throw out the rest game against Utah overall. Look at this: twenty-two and thirteen, twenty-five and eleven, sixteen and eleven, then twenty-four and twenty-one. So twenty-one um, points or more in four of the past six games and a double-double in four of the past six. And that's what we're talking about here. <coughs> in every game he double-doubled, he hit a six times value in three out of the four. And then um, the one where he went 24-9 and nine against Houston, he still paid off six times value there as well. Even without the bonus, he just decided to throw in two steals for fun. So the Marcus Aldridge is my little sneaky guy there who's um, not super expensive, but you can uh, – um, pay for and be in a, in, a, in a very good spot overall. And then the power, you know, the power forward position is definitely the, uh, to me one that you, that's the weak spot in the Cleveland D that you want to attack. Kevin Love is your guy uh, there as well, who's not going to be a defensive stalwart by any stretch. So I'm loving some of Lamarcus Aldridge. I want to get some exposure to Nico Miritic because of the injuries. And if you want to go, you know, down below that to Taj and Bobby Portis for for GPP purposes, I'm fine with there as well. Uh, don't forget to, by the way, Derek Favors questionable with um, back spasms uh, as well in this matchup. So if the Kings decided to go stretch four, uh, then you could feel a little bit better about Trevor Booker versus Rudy Gay um, in the stretch role there as well. And, you know, Omri Crasby back back in the the mix um, as well. The chance that, you know, Omri Crasby doesn't play 30-plus minutes because he he missed the past four games. So I'll I'll give him the, the one-game wait-and-see sort of treatment. Um, but that's how I'm uh, approaching the slate overall. I think you can you can create yourself a solid mix of top options, good value in the middle, and some cheap uh, GPPs if you're looking to gamble just a little bit on the Thursday slate. All right, and uh, you know what you shouldn't be gambling here, Benny, with is with your next website. So uh, you know if you are looking for a website, you're a business owner. Why not do it yourself with Wix.com? No matter what business you're in, Wix.com has something for you. Used by more than 75 million people worldwide, Wix makes it easy to get your website live today. So you need to get the word about your out about your business. It all starts with a stunning website. So with hundreds of designer-made, customizable templates to choose from, the drag-and-drop editor. There's no coding needed. You don't need to be a programmer or a designer to create something beautiful. You can do it yourself with Wix.com. Wix.com empowers business owners to create their own professional websites every day. So when you're running your own business, you're bound to be busy, too busy to be worrying about your budget, scheduling appointments, or too busy to build a website for yourself. And because you're too busy, it has to be easy, and that's where Wix.com comes in. With Wix.com, it's easy and free, so go to Wix.com and create your own website today. The results will be stunning. All right, time to put a bow on the show with your top options at the center position for the Thursday slate. 
Yeah. Um, well, the first thing I want to, before we get into this, I kind of want to ask this question because, you know, I think this guy becomes a premier value play if this works out the way I think it will. Um, you know, Draymond Green is probably going to be sitting for the next game or two, according to what Luke Walton said. Mm-hmm. Do you think Maurice Bates is the guy that picks up those minutes? Because that's how I have it written down right now. And if he's 3,400 and is going to be getting 25 to 30 minutes in this game, you know, when we've seen him play over 20 minutes, he puts up over 20 fantasy points just about every time he does it. Uh, the last time he saw big minutes, I think it was like 30. No, not even 30. He played 23 minutes um, three games ago, and he wound up with 31 fantasy points. You know, he's been going 15, 18, 20 minutes and getting 16, 17, 20 fantasy points. So do you think he's going to get 25 to 30 minutes in this game without Draymond Green in there? Or who else do they have that could play the power forward center role? Because I don't see them playing like Zilli and um, Bogut together, right? Are you referring to Spates? Yeah. Or, okay, yeah. Spates, to me, is the first man up, and he would he would get okay. some extra minutes. And if we talk about we, – we saw in, in a couple spots where he did get elevated in, either because of the blowout role or you know whatever um, the situation may be. We saw 21 minutes against Dallas on December 30th, and he and 18 fancy points was good for six ti- 6.2 times value. So there's that. And then 31 fancy points in 23 minutes uh, against the L.A. Lakers because, once again, it was they were running them out the gym. Um, mm-hmm. And that was good for 10 times value. So, yes, at barely like $400 above minimum value, you definitely need to throw Murray Spates um, on your radar. And, you know, like if you want to go – um, you know, super uh, crazy home run play. There's a couple different ways that this could uh, end up shaking out um, in this matchup because there isn't really like you don't really have to worry about the Lakers rebounding and, and, and you know in terms of whatever they do on defensively. So they can um, actually go with maybe like a combination of like Brandon Rush and Harrison Barnes, who they've been threatening to get into the starting lineup, uh, you know, sooner anyway, and just play stretch four. They can mm-hmm. go and which I would be fine with uh, with uh, Brandon Rush as a play if or um. What they can do is, I believe they've been giving McAdoo some extra minutes. Ah, um, uh, yeah, that's as, it. I forgot about him. Yeah, so keep McAdoo on your radar to see what ends up happening in that starting lineup there as well. And then, like the last thing that probably happens, but you know, you so, sort of still have to keep on the radar is um, Jason Thompson, who probably is is like the uh, last resort option. But if they want to keep their like overall rotation intact in and just go with a direct replacement. For them, I could probably I could see Jason Thompson getting like you know 15 minutes and then keep Murray Spates in their role and everybody else in the same role as well, so they don't have to really overhaul everything. So it will be interesting to see what 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 ends up happening. But I think you're right. I don't think you're going to see like extra minutes for Azalee paired with um you, you know Andrew Bogut because yeah. that's just not how they play. No. So um even though that would probably actually make a little bit more sense from a defensive standpoint, but it doesn't matter because everybody's such a great defender uh on that team, you know, you can um sort of sh- uh you know sort out those minutes um a, a couple different ways. So there's your entire depth chart breakdown courtesy of rotowire.com. <laughs> if you want to get your up to the minute depth charts, don't forget rotowire.com/pod and the, and the, we we got you covered right there. Um yeah, that is a um premium function. That, uh, they, that, that they provide so you can but you can get access for free all you have to do is uh, check the site out we, that we just mentioned here all right so let's um so we've sent, now that we've broken that down let's talk about what else you want to do here um, at the uh, center position in terms of value I'm I'm by the way this um, the latest information I have is Pagosol is potentially probable uh, for the Thursday slate with a shoulder injury uh, don't um, like lock into it when we 
like we always say, we record 36 hours in advance. And uh, but I, you know, even though that he has come out and said that he um, wants to play through the shoulder sprain or whatever he has and stuff like that, this is a prime opportunity for the Bulls to just sit down and rest this guy against Philly, a team that they should handle with their second unit um, mm-hmm. overall. So keep an eye on that. If Gasol plays, and then, then you can just throw everything else that I that I said about. You know Taj Gibson and you know Bobby Porras be, be, um, being you know potential options, but if you see them out of the mix, then you could start considering somebody at the center position like Joakim Noah, for example, or maybe you like um, Nerozawa or Jalil Okafor, who has finally be, been starting to get the minutes that we uh, are accustomed to um, back when you know we were using him earlier on the season and you know, back-to-back games where he's gotten 32 plus minutes or more. So um, who else do you want to get some exposure to? Yeah, I mean, you know, on paper, Powell looks like the play, but I agree with you. I think that there's a chance that they rest him or, or don't give him his full minutes here. So even though you're going to see him popping up as like one of the best DVP options and, you know, someone who's been putting up a ton of numbers, I don't know how safe I feel like Powell is, um, you know, on on the slate. I think that I'm going to step down to like the second tier. Um, you know, you got the guys like Andre Drummond, Marcus All, Nikolai Vucevic are all Nikola Vucevic are all a little more expensive. But if you go down to that second tier there, you got guys like Okafor, who you just mentioned, that six thousand, who hasn't been great since coming back from injury, but has been good enough to pay off a six thousand dollar price tag on a few occasions. Um, you got Rudy Gobert, who is also fresh back from injury, going up against Sacramento. Um, you know, again, Gobert you know, it's still cheap. He's like 59 to 6,100. He's been on DraftKings the last couple games. He's been putting up like 25 to 30 fantasy points. And a paced-up matchup here, you could easily see him having one of his better games. So I think he's in play. You know, even uh, Valakunas against um, Orlando, you know, he's been putting up some pretty good numbers in a few of his recent starts. He's had 40 fantasy points a couple times. Is doing it for about 6K. And then old man Tim Duncan in a game against Cleveland where you think this is going to be one of those games where he does get a few extra minutes. I mean, let's face it. He's been putting up 40 fantasy points when he sees the minutes, but he's been alternating 40 fantasy points in 28 to 30 minutes with, you know, 15 fantasy points in like 17 or 18 minutes when they don't need him. So with Duncan, what you really got to do is try to target the games that they're going to need him. And I think in this matchup against Cleveland is going to be one of the games where they give him you know, a few extra minutes, which also means they're probably going to rest them if they play back-to-back on Friday. But I think for this game, it's a game that you can look at them. I mean, Duncan's only 5,300. There aren't many guys who you've already seen put up 40, 45 points that you can get for 5,300 and are in a matchup that is a situation where they should be able to do it again. So I know not a lot of people play him a lot, but when I have a matchup that I think Tim Duncan's going to see a lot of minutes in, I have no problem rolling him out there. And for a $5,300 price tag, I definitely think this is one of those times. All right. I'm I'm not on team uh, old man Duncan. But I will say this. I think you're right um, here. And maybe I just need to put a, set aside my um, senior citizen bias against Tim Duncan because in the games where he's played um, significant minutes, there mm-hmm. at that price tag that you just mentioned here, um, seven and a half X is the floor that he yeah. produced. There, Twenty. So. If he if he plays when he plays twenty five minutes, you know, over the course of the these recent games, yeah. he hasn't had less than thirty nine fantasy points. And again, you're getting him at five K. You know the two. And if you look at it, like look at his recent game logs. His last five, he had thirty nine fantasy points against Milwaukee. Um, played twenty seven minutes. Then he came back. 
two days later had 39 fantasy points against Utah in 25 minutes. And then they had the game against the Knicks and the game against Brooklyn where he only played 20 and 21 minutes and finished with 15 and 21 fantasy points. And then he played 29 minutes against Detroit and finished with 40 fantasy points. So when they give him the extra minutes, he gives you the production. Mm-hmm. You know, you just got to figure out which games are going to be those games that he gets the extra minutes. And I think with them, you know, having a having a day off coming into this one, mm-hmm. I think this will be one of those games where he sees 25 to 30 minutes and yeah. winds up getting you 35 to 40 fantasy points. Right. And you know that there's not this is not going to be a game that they blow out anybody with uh, with Cleveland on the slate mm-hmm. uh, as well. So there's there's that piece of it, too. So, um, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take advantage of the um, early bird breakfast special with tim duncan take my senior citizen discount enjoy half off on my breakfast and um make make a case for getting him to my lineups there i I like that call there as well um the one thing i also i'm going to do here is i want some exposure to both sides of this game with uh, nikola vucevic i think he's uh, a a nice solid uh uh, guy that you can use that's been sitting in the 7k range that's been hitting uh, uh six times value uh, in the last couple contests of, you know, 42 and 45 fantasy points, good for 6.1 and 6.3x against Jonas Valanciunas, who we know is not an elite defender. And on the flip side of that, I'll take Jonas Valanciunas as well at 50 in the 5,500 range. Take a look at the price tag payoff here. And two of the last three, 41 fantasy points against Brooklyn, good for 8.1 times x. And then it um, uh, bounces back against Philly with 28 minutes there, 36 fantasy points for 6.6x. Uh, so uh, I like both sides of it, and I and you can use that as my as your like designated flex play. Uh, I'll say so if you're setting like a cash lineup there, and you're like, okay, I have you know, um, you know 5,500 ish are uh, available. Jonas Valanciunas would be my guy, and if I have up to 7K, um, I, I can definitely see a case um, uh, for Vucevic. There, I don't know if I said Valanciunas the first time, but Valanciunas for cheap, Vucevic if you have some more money overall, or you can just take the the, the extra fifteen thousand dollars you can save from JV and go upgrade in another position. So um, I'm okay with all of those uh, plays uh, overall. And one little disclaimer here. Uh, uh, about the situation here with Rudy uh, Rudy Gobert, Demarcus Cousins is you know like I said the king of getting um, players in foul trouble. There of all, and Rudy Gobert is a guy who's aggressive defensively. So this could go one of two ways. This could go bad for Demarcus Cousins, or this could go bad for Rudy Gobert. I don't think there's a spot where you actually like either side that you're going to be on because Demarcus Cousins um, leads the league in free throw attempts uh, among centers there as well. And I think he's top two or top three in the NBA overall, like behind James Harden. So either Rudy Gobert is going to get him into trouble, foul trouble, which he's also known for because he he does dumb things like you know reach in uh, all the time. Um, and I'm going to I'm going to spare everybody, by the way, the DeMarcus Cousins uh, three point shooting stat special. So we don't have to have an, a full Benny rant because we're like already almost 45 minutes into this show. Well, you know what? Here's the easy way to look at it. While DeMarcus Cousins is standing out at the three point line shooting threes, he's not getting Gobert in foul trouble. So you don't got to worry about it at all. There you go. You don't know. It could be a four point play, Benny. Could could be a four point play. Um, Why would you foul a guy shooting a three who shouldn't be out there shooting him anyway? Let him shoot. Him. Go ahead. I'm, just, yeah, I'm not gonna do it. I'm gonna save the <laughs> save the listeners. I'm sparing them. We could go full on rant, but I'm not gonna do it. So there's my disclaimer too um, from those guys that you could uh, continue uh, could potentially play there as well. I think we've sufficiently covered the center position there. We've given you some great options in all spots, and that's gonna wrap it up for today's show. Don't forget you can check out uh, the Rotowire Defus podcast on iTunes and Stitcher for your download convenience. Don't forget to share, subscribe, leave five stars. 
or maybe four and a half if you're you know you're not totally satisfied and then just tell us why and then we'll work on it we'll, we're, we're we're willing to get into the gym work on our game get a couple layups in shoot some some half court threes like steph curry we'll make it happen for you uh and in the meantime you can always follow benny on twitter at benny r11 send all your comments and com- complaints and questions to me uh, on twitter at josh hayes fs thanks for listening everybody we'll see you next time